Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I am the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer of the Giant Insider, Chris Bizignano. And Chris, before we get going, I want to thank the Media Captain, a web development and digital marketing firm for sponsoring this podcast. If your business needs a new website or wants to generate more leads on Google or social media, visit themediacaptain.com. You'll deal directly with Jason Parks, the owner of the Media Captain, who was a big-time Giants fan and just celebrated his birthday on February 4th. He shares a birthday with Giants legend Lawrence Taylor, and his sister shares one with Phil Simms, November 3rd. Not only can you talk to the media captain about growing your business with a great website or lead generation campaign, you can talk to Jason about anything Giants-related. Visit themediacaptain.com to get in contact with him and his team. So, buddy, on this President's Day, um, happy President's yeah. Day, I guess. Do we say that to each other? Happy yeah, President's Day. yeah, I guess so, yeah. Uh, you know, we're, we're in the middle of the off-season, but um, it's like... You can almost feel like the calm before the storm, right? Like there's a lot of yeah, it starts this week going on before the scenes. You can name franchise guys, and uh, wanted to uh, wanted to get your take on what you think is happening behind the scenes right now. If you have your crystal ball, man, your magic eight ball with you, I tell you what, man. Um, you ever seen a movie The Good Shepherd? Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. I mean, tell me like Dave Gelman isn't Edward Wilson. <laughs> That's a really good comparison. I mean, holy God, Gelman is, I mean, Jerry, me and you have conferred with a few pretty reliable people, right? Yeah. They get some information out of the giant organization. And we've tried. We've tried to be paying. And we've tried, pain, folks. Pain yes, me and yeah. Jerry have tried. Yeah. And nobody can get anything that's coming out of 1925 Giants. What was it? Drive? 1925 Giants Drive. We can't get anything out of the building. No, I don't nothing. know what's going on. We don't even know what's going on with Collins. I mean, Gentleman hasn't even let leaked out information. Well, that Collins is going to be franchised, and it starts tomorrow. You know, you mentioned the Good Shepherd. I was thinking like usual suspects, like he's Kaiser Sose or something. Like, he's <laughs> I mean, just, this, just this alternate well, personality that we don't right. know exists. Well, I use that reference because of the CIA. I mean, that's what it seems like right now. With, yeah. with Gentleman, man, he's good, man. I tell you, because you know some some people that are dug in pretty good with the organization, they can't get anything out of them. They can't find out what's going on. So. I tell you, it's it's very, very strange. Um, but we'll see tomorrow. Tomorrow's the first day of franchise. We'll see what they're gonna what they're gonna do with Landon. I haven't even heard anything about his agent talking to the Giants, Jerry. Right? What is your What is your gut tell you with Landon Collins right now, bud? I, I tell you, man, I'm gonna go seventy third day franchise, and I am. But yeah, like I like we talked about last night. It's it's getting a little strange with Landon, man. I'm wondering if they want him back. I have to be honest with you, man. I don't know if they want to take on another cap hit, either, you know, new contract or franchise tag. I'm not quite sure. Um, you know, I, I guys have been released this week, Jerry. Olivia Vernon's still here. You know, some guys with cap hits, nothing with Eli's contract. So I guess it. I guess the ball gets rolling this week. You know, we put together the um, the free agency issue, uh, which prints uh, this Sunday night. So if you're a subscriber, you'll see it next week, and it's available on, um, like I said, magster.com if you're not a subscriber. Um, and, you know, they kept writing, well, they have $28 million in, in cap space, and they should only go after this person or that person. And by the end of it, it's like we're, we're naming, like, Anthony Barr, Daryl Williams, Tyron Matthew. Like, you're almost throwing it all out there that they're going to go after all these guys. It's probably not going to happen. But um, there's a decent amount of options. They don't all line up with what the Giants need. But I would say where it does line up for the Giants is outside linebacker and um, uh, right tackle in free agency. Not not so much the draft as much. Uh, the draft, it, it's edge rushers all over the place. But right. Darrell Williams and Juwan James would be 
nice additions. And um, outside linebacker, uh, uh, Anthony Barr. There's a couple inside linebackers too. They may go after. I, li- I like um, I like uh, uh, Hicks from the um, from the yeah. Eagles. So. Yeah. You know, it's it's lining up a little bit in free agency to where the Giants have some needs that that they can get some guys and, and bring them in here. Not maybe the splashes that they made in 2016, but they 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 can be significant players in free agency. I think. Yeah, sure, sure. Listen, it's, uh, these teams get creative every year. The best of that is Jerry Jones. It seems to sign people left and right, whatever, and he never has. He never seems to have any cap space. The Eagles are another team. Yeah, in fact, they didn't have cap space the last few years, but here they are bringing guys in. And you, you, you'll see him do it again this year. So there's ways of doing it. They're going to have to free up some more. Jerry, listen, there's a lot of there's a lot of unknown questions out there. I mean, what are they doing with Eli? Are they, you know, are they, are they going to lower his cap pip? Are they going to extend them? Uh, this is so much unknown. And I'm sorry, you just can't give answers. It's tough. Gettleman hasn't leaked out anything. And maybe that's why they're so quiet because there's so many question marks around Manning, right? Like nothing's being leaked because it has to be priority number one for them right now, no? Yeah, and that's why, you know, Jerry, you know, you'll see in it, right in the next Giant Insider that uh, comes out next week. I, I wrote an article about it like, well, one year later, here we are. Is Manning going to be the quarterback next season? Yeah. And nobody really, I mean, I think he is, but there's still some, you know, there's still some mystery to it. I mean, who knows? Because everything's so, I mean, Gettleman, I wrote in the article, right, Jerry? I mean, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it. People will see it next week. Like, it's six and a half weeks since that meeting. Yeah. And there's still nothing on Manning. No, nothing. Right? I mean, we're just assuming that he's going to be back. You see, he hasn't been released and all that. You know, nothing about a cap here. I don't know. But a lot of mystery, man. That Gettleman's going to have to start coming out with some information soon, Jerry. You can't keep this as far as you know, people guessing what, the, what, because now is going to be the time to start giving some answers. Yeah, and uh, they should be coming in God in the next week or so. Yeah, I mean the first step is the franchise yeah. tags, right, Jerry? Yep. And then you have to you have to do things with contracts, either releasing guys or taking you know or, or restructuring contracts because free agency is a month. It's under a month away. Yeah, March eleventh, right? It's March thirteenth. Well, eleventh to the thirteenth, they can negotiate with the team, the yeah. agents. Right. March 13th at 4 o'clock officially starts free agency. I mean, what are we today, Jerry? Uh, this is February 18th. It's under a month away. So things have to start happening. Yeah. One of the um, one of the Twitter questions you posted today, you said, since it's President's Day, uh, list your Mount Rushmore. And you know, we always joke about that. Uh, Francesa does that. Mount, list your Mount Rushmore of Yankees. And for him, it's always Ruth Gehrig, DiMaggio, and Manuel. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> but with the, with the Giants, it, it's kind of up for debate, right? And had some interesting answers on Twitter today, man. Um, yeah, yeah. It's one I've I've struggled with because you want to pay homage to the past, but not to the point where you're naming guys that I don't know. It's tough, man. With different eras, it's like could these guys play nowadays? But all things considered, I mean, who do you have? Who would you have as your yeah. your, your Mount Rushmore? Jerry, it's tough. I think we could all agree on one guy. Yeah, that's, that's it. right. <laughs> I mean, that's without question. That's, of course, Lawrence Taylor. Um, but, you know, I, I we didn't see him play, Jerry, but, you know, you read about him. A guy like Sam Huff was one of the greatest giant linebackers ever, right? And then you have guys like Harry Carson, one yeah. of the greatest giant linebackers ever. Um, is Phil Simms on? Is Eli Manning on there? Yeah. You know, uh, Jerry, it's just so tough. 
I, I'm going to have to go, Jerry, with a guy from a guy me and you never saw play, but you took a very special interest in it and writing about him and, and Emlyn Tunnell. Yeah, right? absolutely. When you look at his stats, I know we didn't see him, and most people listening to this podcast probably never seen him play. But he has to go on there. When you look at great giants, I know it's a different era and all that, but he has to go on there. You, I mean, you read, you actually really got me into him, Jerry, and I really started, you know, reading up on him. Yeah. I mean, his stats were off the charts. 79, man. I think he had 79 interceptions in an I era mean, where, they, where they didn't throw the ball that much. Right. And, Jerry, his stats, when you started getting into him, Jerry, you started writing about him and all that, I actually started really doing research on him. His stats were off the charts. And it's ridiculous. Back then, what would he have today's football, Jerry? 140 interceptions? Yeah, he was I mean, um, he was like Deion Sanders back then. Yeah. And, uh, the, you know, the one guy, I mean, the ultimate compliment is who did Vince Lombardi take with him to the Packers when he went to coach the Packers? Emlyn right. Tom. Right. So, I mean, you know, so he's one of them. I'm sorry. We are doing the Giants organizations. Like when people do the Yankees organization, they're going to put Garrick on there and Ruth, right? Right. And nobody saw, saw them play. I right. mean, I'm talking, right. you know, yeah, modern right. era. Yeah. So I'm putting him there, Jerry. I'm putting Lawrence there. I mean, obviously we all saw Lawrence, but you know, I'm putting Lawrence there, and Tunnell's going to be there. And, and, you know, you have to consider guys like the old time tackle Rosie, right? Yeah, Roosevelt Brown. Roosevelt Brown. He was the left um, tackle on the 75th anniversary team. Right, a dominant, dominant player. You know, back in the day, uh, and I, and I have to. I mean, I have to put the Giffer on there. I mean, how could you not put him on there? You know, yeah, so, yeah. so I'm going to go three. Old time Giants. Now that now Jerry, you asked this ten years from now, it could change it. I could make it Eli Bach, you know, something yeah, like that. 20, you know I, mean? I was going to say number twenty six would replace right. 15, Gifford. Yeah, Jerry, yeah. if we're doing this podcast fifteen years from now, <laughs> imagine that. Oh, oh my god. Yeah, imagine that. That would be a story by itself. But if we if we are, then I, obviously you're going to put up, you know, the way Barkley's going, you're going to put a Barkley. But right now, I'm going to go Lawrence and Tennell and probably Rosie and and who's the other guy? Oh, and, and the Giffer, you know, and Frank Gifford. The, the only guy I would differ with is Gifford, um, but barely. Like, like I, I'd right. have to say right. I would have to give the nod to Manning because of the two championships. But Okay, fair uh, enough. But it's it's barely, right? Like, I think, like you right. said, I think in, t- in 15 years, 10, 15 years, um, it's Barkley. Well, if he stays healthy and continues what he's doing, he's right. going to be off the charts. But I was going to say, man, if we're doing this 10 years from now, I'm predicting a million downloads uh, per episode. <laughs> us as like older men doing this would be hilarious, you know. <laughs> Keeping up with technology and talking to yeah. like millennials. Oh my god! Right. Be hilarious. But you know what, Jerry? There's some fascinating responses on Twitter today. It really was. It was really good stuff. You know. Yeah. Um, some guys were funny. Um, someone someone wrote Strahan, LT, Eli, and Odell. <laughs> like, wow, <laughs> Odell already, huh? Yeah, yeah. Some, someone wrote Matt. One guy, Matt one guy actually put Amani, Amari uh, Toomer in there. Amani yeah. Toomer in there. Yeah, that, and that's where you could see the generational stuff, right? Like, I think it was Johnny Paraselli. He was LT, Strahan, Eli, and Amani Toomer. You're like, wow, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then someone said, good Matt, stuff, Matt, man. Matt, it was Matt, all... Dodge, Matt Dodge. I thought that was a good one. Matt Dodge, well, that guy was, yeah, yeah. That was actually funny because he actually said, oh, a guy that couldn't punch straight. And I actually had a reminder of Deshaun Jackson. That was his problem. He punked it straight. We didn't want it, right? And then AP at Truch 54, real quick, wrote Preston Parker, John Beeson, Demontre Moore, J. Ron, J. Ron Hosley. Jerry, I thought you were going to respond to a C.C. Brown in there. Yeah, with an honorable mention to Ramsey's Barden. Right, right. I would say uh, Curtis Riley, uh, uh, honorable mention. 
Curtis, and I see our girl Bob from Florida put uh, Emma Tonell in there. So I see she put uh, Barb, a down. Barb you know. knows football, man. She is. No she joke. knows her stuff, Bob. Yes, she does. No joke, but uh, it's yeah. tough. A real tough one, folks. Um, really tough. There's no really right answer, except for if nobody has. You cut out, bud. Man, you cut out. What was that? I said, if nobody had Lawrence Taylor, then you should be drug tested immediately. Other than that, yeah. it's tough. Yeah, he's Very the only debatable. one that's like. Hands dry. down. I one time said Mel Hine, and then someone got all over me because they're like, oh, come on. I'm like, well, he was Wellington Myers' favorite player. He played mm. both sides, offense, defense, first giant elected into the Hall of Fame. But right. the era was, I mean, the 30s, right? It's a, just a different game. So, yeah. um, but someone got really, really belligerent about it. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, you know, Jerry, good you know, I, I like to mention, um, you know, I, I'm sure your dad, my dad, you know, at least talk about Sam Huff. Yeah, you know, right. And my 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 dad used to tell me that the battles he had with Jim Brown were like classic Jerry. Yeah, they were like one on one, like two tanks colliding every game. Yeah. They met. I mean, Jim Brown said Huff became a celebrity by attaching himself to his legs, basically. Like, right. I mean, uh, but he, he, had, he said they hit him whether he had the ball or not. Right. I mean, it was like a a one on one game within a game with those two, you know. Unbelievable football players going at it. We, of course, me and you didn't see that. Our dads did. Right. But, you know, just – and you read about Huff and all that and guys, the way they talked about you – I mean, you know, Huff was one of the greatest giants of all time. I don't – you know, whether or not you want to put him on Mount Ash, uh, Rushmore, you know, debate that, that's fine. But he's one of the greatest giants of all time, no? Yeah, he has to be. And and when I the, – the, the issue when you say – when I say anyone says Huff, I always feel – then I feel for like Harry Carson because I just wonder – you know who was the better inside linebacker, right? It's it's so tough. That's Which, that's tough because I saw Carson from right. day one, um, from the seventies, and Harry Carson was a product of not getting much publicity because he was on bad teams in the seventies, Jerry. Yeah, you know, right. um, and then he became, you know, then he went into the eighties, and you know, at the tail end of his career, he wins the Super Bowl and all that, and God bless him because Harry's a class act, man. I was so happy for him, but let me tell you, in the late seventies and stuff, he was he was a phenomenal linebacker, man, phenomenal. Yeah, I mean those. Defenses. No, that's tough, Jerry. It's a tough call. I was gonna say those defenses of the seventy. There's, there's some guys on that team, Mendenhall, um, mm-hmm. Gregory, uh, Van Bob, Pelt. Yeah, the, the I mean Van Pelt's in, but there's some guys who should be in the Ring of Honor who, by no fault of their yeah. own, that they're not that they, the Giants weren't good uh, in those yeah. years. But yeah, but it's a lot of good ones. But a lot of it's it's that's what makes it fun to debate about it, right? There's no right or wrong answer. You can't say, well, you're wrong or you're wrong, you're wrong. You know, just that's what makes it fun. Question for you in free agency, but who do you what yeah. do you see as a as a bigger as a bigger need? Um, would you say safety or hmm. linebacker? Um, I would say because of Lorenzo Carter and maybe Ov back, I would say safety, Jerry. Yeah. Um, I a- would say, and with Landon Collins' future up in the air right now, right. right. Right, I think we need uh, maybe two safeties, you know, via the draft and free agency. Um, where linebacker wise, you know, we could definitely use upgrade on the inside, but Ogletree will be back, and he's not. Ogletree's not some you know garbage linebacker, you know. Um, I think Goodson will improve, Jerry. I really do. I think Goodson will improve if he stays healthy, but I just don't see the safety right now. Uh, you know, if, especially if Landon is not back. If the Giants bring in a linebacker like uh, Jordan Hicks, could mm. Ogle, could Ogletree move sometimes to the outside? You think? And you rush know, the passer? 
Well, he he lined up in that outs on the line a lot. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I, he could get you some pressure, but I, you know, Jerry, uh, Betcher does so many things too. He does move around guys so much, but yeah, I could see him doing that. Yeah, no question. You know, yeah, no because question. I, I like the the, the sideline to sideline play of Jordan Hicks and the kid on um Tampa. Um, Alexander. Alexander. Yeah, these guys are fast, right? Like Goodson can be that player, but it's all—it's always an issue of, of health with him, no? Yeah. With Goodson, um, I mean, he's never healthy. But, well, that's the issue with him, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, he's uh, never healthy. Uh, so, but I, I like to see him play sixteen games, Jerry. Um, I think he's a, he'll be a decent run stop. I'm not saying he's a pro ball, but I think he'll be a decent. He's always around the ball. And you know what? Stopping the run was an issue last season, man. And one of the reasons, my fault, when you look, look at the a film, Gary, the main reason was the inside linebackers, you know? Um, so yeah. we'll see, bud. One of the things that struck me as we were doing this um, free agency issue, actually two positions, defensive end and corner, there – uh, aside from the upper echelon defensive ends like Demarcus Lawrence, um, Ansa, um, and then the cornerback, be, beyond beyond those guys, the, those upper echelon defensive ends, there weren't much else available, right? So mm-hmm. whereas the Giants need more edge rushers, more defensive ends, it's unlikely that they're going to get them in free agency, right? Well, and especially then, it's, it's deeper to draft too. It's exactly right. You would you yeah. would go in the draft for that, and then at corner, yeah. you know, you sit there and you think, well, it's Jenkins, it's Sam Beal, we've never seen play, right? Um, and then maybe they bring back B.W. Webb. I don't know, uh, Grant Haley, and then you look at the corners that are out there; they're okay. I mean, Ronald Darby is like the number one guy, and he just tore his ACL. Um, that's another one. It's it's going to come from the drafts. That's what I'm saying. Like free agency, there's guys out there. But some are lining up with our positions, but because we need so many guys, it's it's not it didn't line up when I looked at it at corner and defensive end, which they're going to have to come from the draft, I think. Yeah, I mean, there's some there's a few guys, but how much are you going to pay for like a slot? There's a good slot guy in Bryce Callahan, but how right. much are you going to spend on a slot guy, Jerry? Right. Like I want I, I want Anthony Barr, I want Tyron Matthew, and I want a right tackle. That's not going to leave much more money for anyone else, right? I mean, but here's the thing with Barr, Jerry, is that he's a four-three guy, right? So, where like, but he's a football player, you know what I mean? Well, he, was, he was three-four. He was three-four in college. That's that's what I yeah did some research. Yeah, you right? still I thought the yeah. same thing, and I and he's not the pass rusher he was in college because they yeah. think he's more of a fit for three-four, which is why I'm yeah. all over him right now. Because I yeah, and I, I you know what I like? I want an outside linebacker like we used to have. Yeah. You know what I like about him is he's pretty good in coverage too, Jerry. Yes, he um, is. Excellent. He's good. He's a good coverage guy. Um, you know, and he's pretty he's, he's pretty decent against the run and stuff. Like, listen, he's a football player. So, like I always said, okay, three, four, four, three. A lot of times it's four, three anyway. With Betsy, lines up four, the whole deal. You know, so if you're a football player, you're a football player. I don't want to hear about oh, I can only play in this system and that and that. But so obviously he's a talented guy, Jerry. I don't think the Vikes are going to franchise him either. I think he's going to hit the market. Yeah, the only one that that is going to be clear cut. Not available, I think, is Judevian Clowney. I, I don't think there's any way he's I, I, I don't think Lawrence is going to be available either, Jerry. Yeah, and I don't want him. You know, it, it's, no, I'm not saying I want. I'm just saying I, I don't. Th- I think Jones is going to franchise him. I don't think he's going anywhere. Yeah, I think you're right, but I also there's something about him. I, I just he he just reeks of someone who changes teams and 
isn't nearly as productive. I don't know. Right. I, I think Clowney at least is still young. He hasn't really hit the potential that we all thought he would be. Um, mm-hmm. I don't want to spend twenty million on a guy, but if I was going to, I would choose Clowney over over Lawrence. Personally. Yeah, Clowney's a better all around player than Lawrence. No question about it. Plays the run well. Gets to the quarterback. He's doubled a lot too, Jerry. You know, and he gets doubled a lot. And you know, so you know, it, it, they, they like teams pick their poison. They'll double Watt one play, then they'll double him. You know, and he's a good player, man. He, you know, he rated really hard this year. Uh, but how much was he gonna be looking for? About seventeen, I would imagine, right? Yeah, I would think so, at least. Yeah, I just thought. You know what, Jerry? He, I'm sure he's gonna get franchised. I'll be surprised if he's not franchised this week too. You know. It's tough, 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 bud. Tough these days, you know. Yeah, you know. I figure by Thursday, Thursday's podcast, you're gonna see. You should. Yeah. Have, we're gonna have a lot more information as to yeah. who the hell's gonna be available or not. Right. We'll talk about who gets who got franchised, who's available, and all that, man. Because it's gonna change within 24 hours. <laughs> you know. All right, buddy. Uh, what do you think about Collins, Jerry? Are they gonna franchise Collins? What's your feeling on it about Landon? I don't see how they. I don't see how they can't. Right. I, I can't see how they can't because I. I'm going by. I'm going by. Olivier Vernon will not be back, and my my theory there is, they're going to ask him to take a pay cut because he is not coming back at a 19.5 hit. They're right. going to they're going to ask him to take a pay cut. He's going to say no, and they're going to release him. That's that's my prediction. I don't know, but like Banks says all the time, you can't let these guys go. Too many guys go because you get to replace all of them anyway. Collins right. is a guy who, yeah, you know what? He's not the best in coverage, but he's not meant to be that guy. If you bring in a Matthew, or you bring in a safety who can who's more of a ball hawk, Collins stays closer to the line of scrimmage and he's not responsible as much uh, at the back end of the defense. So uh, he, I, he's 25 years old. He, he's, he's, I think he's only going to get better. I don't know why. I don't know how this, this team, as bad as this defense is, I don't know how they can afford to let someone like that go. Yeah, I agree. That's why I think you'll see the franchise and they'll work on a contract with him. You know, that's right. what I think. I, uh, so. I, I mean, we'll see though, bud. It's coming up. Tough to speculate with this Gettleman guy, you know. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, he kind of tipped. He kind of tipped his hand last year with Barkley. You know, I, everybody kind of knew he was doing that. Yeah. But other than that, man, he's uh, he's pretty tight in that office. <laughs> yep. Um, before we uh, continue, bud, thanks again to the media captain of web development and digital marketing firm for sponsoring our podcast. Not only can you talk to the media captain about growing your business with a great website or lead generation campaign, you can talk to Jason about anything Giants related. A random memory Jason wanted to share with us was Monday Night Football on September 10, 2001 against the Denver Broncos. Rodney Williams punted a 90-yard touchback, which has to be a Giants record. Yes, it is. That play was definitely the highlight of that game. I remember that one well. Not only can you talk to the media captain about growing your business with a great website or lead generation campaign, you can talk to Jason about anything Giants related. Visit themediacaptain.com to get in contact with him and his team. And like you said before, bud, the uh, the biggest question with the Giants is Eli Manning, and now uh, all the names are rising, and, and Haskins, and uh, Murray, and Daniel Jones, and Will Greer, and you know, a feathered helmet unit fan said to me this week, says, you don't want Dwayne Haskins. I said, why is that? He said, well, how many Ohio State games did you watch? So my reaction to him was, well, how many North Dakota State games did you watch before you took Carson Wentz? And oh, I, I watched all of them. Right? Yeah, I, I mean, know. all this, all this selective memory, right? Like Goff and Wentz, and I, I will go to my grave saying this in 2016. Goff and Wentz did not rise to one and two till I think March of that year, right? 
I mean, they were the guys were being thrown around, but they didn't really go. They weren't clear cut one and two till probably March, and it's going to happen again this year, right? And everyone's saying the same thing mm-hmm. to the Giants. One Haskins, he's not going to be there at six, right? So if the Giants want to get him, they're going to have to trade up for him. The more likely scenario, and, and we'll get more into this later, is the Giants take a pass rusher at one, and then they take a Daniel Jones or a Will Greer at two, if, if, unless they fall in love with Haskins and then and get him in pulls in a Corsi. But, you know, I mean, it, it's just, it, it amazes me that no one, everybody seems to have selective memory with these guys. And I'm telling you right now, Haskins and Murray, maybe not Murray, Haskins will rise to a, a top three, top four pick in this draft, I think. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't. I don't think there's any question. It happens every year. It happened right. with Mayfield. It happened with Wentz. Right. And uh, like you, scoff. So let's see what they do. Uh, we'll see. You know, some guys are going to drop a little bit after this combine and pro day. Some guys are going to go higher and higher. Like, uh, like what's his name? Did last year Mayfield, right? Yeah. And, so and- I mean, what, what was your friend's point too? Like, how many Ohio State games did you say? Like, well, like, okay, guy. I, I wish you would answer that question. I would have said, okay, nine. Next question. Well, I don't get it. <laughs> Why? Because I didn't see. Uh, you know, uh, they're on every week. But they're on every week, by the way. <laughs> they're on every week. Like, what are you talking about? Oh, uh, like, like. Uh, oh, okay. Haskins. Uh, like, dude. You know, I don't get it. Like, you, that was a great answer. I mean, North Dakota State games. Did you say? Yeah. Right. I mean. You know. Come on. It's, I mean, you can see things in bowl games and senior bowl, whatever it might be. I mean, you know, uh, and today's thing, you could look on. You could you could watch these college games uh, if you subscribe to things. But I don't get that point at all. I, I know what he's trying to say, but. Jerry, listen, if Haskins – I don't know what Gettleman's thinking. If Haskins knocks it out of the park at the Combine and, and his pro day, he's going to be a top – he might be a top six pick. Somebody might move up. You know, or the Raiders are always a wild card with Gruden and draft him. And there's no question. You know, I mentioned to Corsi. One of the other things we did the other day, we went through the, the drafts of, of George Young. Um, I just wanted to read some of these to you, right? So – Again, Gettleman, everybody got on him about the year he had. I mean, he overturned 30 guys. I thought the draft was excellent. And free agency, okay, uh, a lot, left a lot to be desired. But we talked about the other day, George Young's really, outside of Sims and Taylor, it took him five drafts to kind of get going. And everybody in this day and age expects everything to just turn around right away. If you look at Ernie Corsi's first year drafting in 98, the only name that even jumps out at you <laughs> It's Sean Williams in round one. I mean, yeah. he took then it's Joe Jarvicious too, Brian Alfred, Toby Miles, Todd Pollock, Ben Frick. Mm-hmm. I mean, my God, it was like a it's like a who's who of nobodies after Jarvicious. Yep. And then you get ninety nine, which I think arguably is one of the worst drafts I've ever seen any year of any giant GM. And this is Ernie Corsi, who I like. But listen to this real quick, bud. One through seven, <laughs> and there's two seventh round picks. Luke Pettigrew, one. Okay. Joe Montgomery, two. Dan Campbell, three. Sean Bennett, four. Mike Rosenthal, five. Lyle West, six. Andre Weathers, sixth. Ryan Hale, seventh. O.J. Childress, seventh. Now, I'm sorry, there were two six and two mm-hmm. sevens. O.J. Childress was the Tyrone Wheatley trade, I think. We traded Wheatley mm-hmm. to, I think it was the Raiders, and they gave us back a seventh-round pick, and we took O.J. Childress. That is an abysmal... Awful draft. Well, just just right off the bat, Jerry, his first two drafts, the number one pick, Sean Williams and Luke Pettigrew, were just average players. Yeah. 
Not and, impact guys. I mean, Pettigo played, but he wasn't an impact tackle. Right? And, and guys, you think Landon Collins couldn't cover? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> we had Sean Williams, and now Sammy Garns was a hard hitter. They're both hard hitters, Williams mm-hmm. and Garns. But yeah. that was uh, the, the slowest safety tandem in the NFL. Yeah, Sean Williams never panned out of what he was supposed to be. Then you have a 2000, Ron Dame. <laughs> Cornelius, there you go. Cornelius Griffin, Ron Dixon had a couple good returns. Brandon Short, Ralph Brown, Dehani Jones, Jeremiah Parker. So three drafts, three drafts. And I guess Cornelius Griffin was a pretty good player. Ron Dixon yeah, he was a bad. had yeah. some moments. And he had Brandon Short. But like, all right, that's three. An average linebacker. Yeah. Right. All right, and real quick, let me just go four. Fourth year, <laughs> 2001. Will Allen, Will Peterson, <laughs> Cedric Scott, Jesse Palmer, John Markham, Jonathan Carter, Russ Kaloji. I mean, dude, like, if, if you think about this, like, at the time, you know, we're all drinking the Kool-Aid. Oh, we got Will Allen. He's a great corner for Syracuse. He stunk in the pros, right? So that's yeah. one, two, three, four drafts through a Corsi where he, he, mm. he wasn't doing well. Nope. It's amazing. Bunch of, it's bunch amazing of average players. I mean, yeah, I mean, his, his number one picks have been horrific so far. And in that time, I, he did pick up Richie Soybert, I think, in 2001, I think, as a free agent out of college. Uh, right. I'm trying to think of any other free agents or, you know, he, he was better at free agency, right? He signed Burris later on. But and then 2002, Shockey, Tim Carter, Jeff Hatch from Penn. My God, we took a tackle from Penn in the third round. Nick Grison, Wes Mallard. Who, who I was always convinced we took him because he played for Oregon. The Mallard played for the Ducks. Daryl Jones and Quincy Monk. Uh, you know, it's amazing we were able to feel the team, Chris. I know. And I'm just, I mean, I'm just, I'm just bringing these up because I'm laughing at, at the, the vitriol that Gettleman faced this year for his free agency picks. His draft was in. You compare Gettleman's draft to these. Gettleman's draft is incredible. Absolutely. And Barkley aside, Barkley aside, mm-hmm. Hernandez, Carter, DJ Hill, McIntosh, the 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 uh, verdict is still out, but my God, man, the, the rest of like, so far, yeah. yeah. You look at these drafts. So far, he's drafted one impact player, and that was Shockey. Right, and it's yeah. not even close. Yeah, I mean, look look at two thousand three. Look at two thousand one. Two thousand three. Two thousand three was the better one, right? That was that was where he got a little better. But, William, Joseph. but look at the number one pick. Right, William Joseph, terrible. Terrible. I mean, just average at best. And then Ozzy was a great pick. Ozzy great. And then Vishante Shanko, round three. Rod Babers, four. David Deal, five. Yeah. Here we go. Willie Ponder, he's, six. Here's your boy, Wayne Lucifer, seven. <laughs> Wayne Lucier. Yeah, Lucifer. Lucia, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne Lucifer. Uh, Frank Walker yeah. and David Tyree in round six. Charles Drake, Wayne Lucier, and Kevin Walter in round seven. So he started getting better. And then, of course, we had 2004, five. And in that process, he picked up. Antonio Pierce, he picked up Plaxico Burris. He was better in free agency. That's where I thought Ernie Accorsi really excelled. And I remember when they were negotiating with Burris, he left without a contract. And the Giants said, we're only paying you this much. And he left. And they called his bluff. He came back. Mm-hmm. And he signed with them. Mm-hmm. So it's just, yeah. it just, it makes me laugh, man, with, with uh, what is it, uh, what does Banks call them? The STUs? What's he call them? The Twitter folks? Anyway. The what guys are... It's Banks, Banks is term for everybody on uh, on Twitter, but um, on scholarship, yeah, right. <laughs> everybody goes after everybody goes after Gettleman all the time, and uh, mm-hmm. I just think it's when you look things at to sh- share with Gettleman. 
You're breaking up a bit, bud. What's up? Can you hear me? No, I can't. Go ahead. Okay, I'm sorry. I said, yeah, he likes to put things to share with Gettleman when people talk about Gettleman. Yeah, but like you look back at these drafts and, and they're not that great. Like you you, you have to hit on, on certain aspects of them. Like Reese missed horribly for five years. But these guys, of course, even his first few were brutal if you look at them. Yep. We just spelled it out, bud. I mean, it's, it's insane. All on, it's all on paper. <laughs> it's crazy. You know, yeah. It took yeah. George Young a while. So, you know, Giant fans want this turned around quickly. Um, I think it's. I think the. I think the path to success is is a little faster than than most think. I don't know. Um, but I'm always optimistic. And not to mention, he was hand, he was handled. He was handed a total complete mess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, of course, he was given a younger team. Now they didn't have a quarterback, so we went out and got I had another. He got Kerry Collins. I thought that was a good free agent acquisition too. Right. But he was given like Danny Cannell and and Dave Brown. Um, which was a disaster. Uh, and But they had a very good uh, defense with Strahan, Armstead, Seahorn, Keith Hamilton. Um, but overall, um, nobody had the job to do. Even I mean, you can argue Young did, but uh, Reese and Accorsi did not have the job to do that Gettleman did. Gettleman's, Gettleman's team was in shambles when he picked it up. Yep, no question about it. But and, uh, by the end of next season, Jerry... It's going to be probably about four guys left on the roster than when he, than, uh, when he took over. It's yeah, I, mean, I was saying that for this issue, right, we have 26 free agents from our own team. I've suggested keeping 12, and I even think I'm pushing it with 12 in the right. column I wrote this week. So that's, okay, going to get rid of 14 probably, at least. And that doesn't include, like, high salary cuts like maybe Vernon. You're going to have another 20-plus guys that are different on this roster next year. Mm. Yep, that's, that's fifty in two years. Yes, I mean that's uh, that's unbelievable turnover. I mean that's an unbelievable turnover, bud. So who did we keep? Zach Diossi, Odell Beckham, and Sterling Shepard. <laughs> like <laughs> that's an unbelievable thing. It really is. Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, it's just uh, these things fascinate me. Uh, the the job this these guys have to do uh, mm. in order to get the the franchise going back on the right track. So. And he's and he's been handed a quarterback that's aging. I mean, we can't argue that, right? Yeah, that's another. Decision it's not like, it's not like Gettleman inherited a twenty-nine-year-old Eli Manning, you know. Yeah, it's another decision he's going to have to make, and I don't yeah. envy him for that yeah. one. That's going to be a tough one. That's a tough one, man. It really is. I mean, I think he's coming back and all that, but until he starts, until he says it, Jerry, you know, until the organization says it, I don't know what to believe. You know, it's it's tough. I think he's going to be back, but we'll see. Yeah. Let's put it this way, Jerry. Would it be a bombshell? Would it be a shocker if they turn around and said, "Okay, we parted ways with Eli Manning"? No, no. You'd have half the fan base um, in an uproar, and then the other half jubilant. Right? I mean, I think it'd be split right down the middle. This is what he gets paid the big bucks for, bud, to make these decisions. Then he has to hope that they pan out. Yeah, and it would not surprise me. So. All right, buddy, 35 minutes in, buffoon of the week time, our favorite time of the week, our favorite segment uh, of the podcast. Uh, I'll go first, as always. Um, everyone waits for yours. I know my place, my friend. But uh, mine's easy, <laughs> and it's not for one person this time. It's for everybody. And it's not directed at Jay Glazer. Um, you know, So, Jay, if you hear this, don't insult my family or anything. I'm not insulting you. I'm just disagreeing. I am so sick and tired of the Odell is getting traded stuff. Uh, I think most of Giant fans on Twitter are. I don't know where it's coming from. I don't know why they would think that he's getting traded with this um, this cap number he has and the cap hit they would take. 
Again, if they trade him after June 1st, it's, um, I think it's less, but that's never going to happen, guys. I think it's after that. I think there's a certain time this year if they trade him. Um, but you would trade Odell for draft picks or a stud player like an Aaron Donald type, okay? Um, it's not going to happen, and everyone's got to stop talking about it like it's happening, like it's, it's news. It's complete fake news. The Giants are not trading Odell Beckham Jr., and if they, especially because if they bring in a young quarterback, they want to give him some, uh, some targets. Uh, Evan Ingram, Shepard, uh, Odell, Barkley. That, you know, for, the, for right now, they are, they are the future of this team. And for anyone to say that Odell's getting traded, I'm sorry. I'm tired of it. I'm sick of it. And I'm saying this for all Giant fans on Twitter. Anyone saying it, you are a complete and utter buffoon. <laughs> okay. Uh, my buffoon's going to be the week. It's going to be, it's not so much our, our followers, although maybe a few of them are unhappy with them, but the people that, I mean, that came down on Sean O'Hara for saying that Eli Manning, that they should pass on a quarterback again. Yeah. I mean, the things that people were saying to O'Hara, I mean, it, I mean, calling him, you know, a giant groupie and this and that. Oh, you just say whatever you want. And people getting vicious with him and all that. I mean, I just don't understand it. This is what the guy feels. He said that last year. And guess what? We all know that turned out. And now he's saying it again this year. So whether or not he's right or right or wrong, that's to be decided. But to destroy the guy, because he said that they should just pass on a quarterback again. Um, and mind you, Sean Harris looks at a lot of film. Jerry, uh, all these college kids, but that put that aside. I mean, folks, anybody is destroying the guy saying he doesn't know what he's talking about. He's a groupie. He's this and that. He's an Eli hanger on, whatever else they describe him. It's not right. Um, that's, that's the way he feels. Shouldn't be destroying him over. So if you destroy uh, a giant like Sean O'Hara over that, then I'm sorry. You have a buffoon of the week. <laughs> Yeah, and, and with O'Hara, we realize that he's he's probably tight with Eli, and it looked like he wanted to murder Mark Ross when he was on the, the NFL Network. But it's not that hard to imagine the Giants being somewhat successful if they solidify the line. Like, again, I want to move on from Eli personally. I'm, 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 I'm in that camp. Fair enough. Right. But I, I, if, if they kept him and made the line better, is it that hard to imagine them being, I don't know, nine and seven? No, Jerry. It's not. I, Jerry, I know you want to move on from Eli, and that's a val- Listen, that's a fair assessment from yeah. you, you know. But let me ask you this: Let me ask you this. Do you think that he cannot be effective next season? No, I think he can be effective. Right? Do, do you think he can win games for them next season? Yes. If yes, if they do things better around them, right? Yeah. If they if they if they right. upgrade Chad so, Wheeler, basically, right. is what you have to do, and sign right. so, Tom Brown. So just to get it on record, basically what you're saying is that you feel they should move on, and that's and that's fair. Right. But at the same time, you are not telling our podcast listeners and giant followers and all, and our you know giant insider followers and all that. You're not telling them, hey, there's no shot. We're not winning games with Eli Manning. No, not at all. Because people like to accuse you that I saw that on Twitter the other day. Oh, Jerry's an Eli hater, and this folks, Jerry's. Loves Eli Manning as a person. Loves him. So do I. Yeah, guys, guys, just so everyone knows, when he goes to Canton, that's when I'll be going for the first time. I'm going. Right. And uh, I'm he, probably going to be with you, Jerry. Right. He's pro- probably, we'll make a field trip out of it. Yeah, field trip. We'll, we'll, we'll drive. He's taken, right. he's taken, you know, he's taken us to the promised land twice. He's, he's played his, he's played his best games when it's counted the most. I'll never forget that. I just feel like age and everything else. 
if I had the option to move on, I'd rather I'd rather move on. Right. But if they right. keep him and they improve around him, I think they can still win with him. Yes. Right. See, that's the key. That's what I was trying to bring out, Jerry. Because right. uh, you know, anytime like me or you, you say something, oh, I think we should move on from Eli. He's thirty-eight. I don't know if you could do whatever it might be. People right away like to assume, like, oh, what are you saying? We can't win three games with Eli Manning? No, that's not what you're saying. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what anybody be saying. You know, you know what I mean? To to say Eli cannot win football games anymore, Jerry, is not fair. Right. Now. We're not saying he, you know, that he, oh, we can lead him to a championship. He's a, you know, he's a two thousand, you know, seventy line man and whatever it might be. You know, all is all you're saying. I know what you're saying is that you want to move on. You think the direction, the organization should go to another direction, which is fair. You know what I mean? Right. But that's why I asked you that, Jay. You, you feel like this guy could still win some games if things go right around him, right? Yeah, I mean, to be clear, the things, yeah. the, the, the things yeah. I, the things I hate, everybody. Are the Eagles, the Cowboys, most vegetables, and Curtis Riley? Like uh, Eli Manning does not make the list of things I hate. Okay. <laughs> Curtis so, Riley. <laughs> I mean, come on. Uh, let, let's be real. The guy won the won the big game twice. I'll root for him. I hope he you know if he comes back, go Giants. But it is what it is. So, anything else you want to close with, Bud? No, I think that's it, man. Um, I'll see you Thursday night, and we're gonna learn a lot more. I guess where. You know what? What's going to happen with free agency again, Collins and all that? It's going to be interesting, bud. And we'll try to drop pre-line dancing, Chris, so it's not too late for you, pal. If that works. Well, uh, no, I'm good at that time, man. Thanks, <laughs> though, for bringing that up. <laughs> all right, buddy. Um, everybody, be sure to order your copy of the Giant Insider. Go to www.thegiantinsider.com and subscribe, or go to magster.com, m-a-g-z-t-e-r.com for a digital subscription. I want to thank everybody for. Um, giving us better, more ratings on uh, iTunes or 5.0 rating. I think we have close to 50 now. So really? Uh, yeah. We have that many. Yeah. It's ridiculous. If, if you can keep doing it, if you haven't yet go to iTunes, wow. give us a rating, That's say great. something nice if you want, if Thank you don't, you, man. whatever. And, uh, and subscribe. Um, it's free and awesome. And, uh, anyway, I'm Jerry Foley. He's Chris Bizignano. And remember guys, Sundays are giant days. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye everybody. <laughs>